Hey there, After Buzzers. It's Lem Gonzalez here for another episode of Catfish. I don't know about you, but I feel like somebody's watching me. Are they watching you? Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey! Oh. Somebody uh, might be watching us now, uh, <laughs> Yo, so <laughs> there's just so many things. So many things. So many things. First of all, this song is perfect. Right. Um, good choice. Good yeah, choice. Thank you. Um, but dude, so I've never seen an episode of Catfish like this, let alone like an episode of just a show. MTV, they need an Emmy for this one. Yeah, this was bonkers. I mean, I can see why they went 90 minutes yeah. with it because you had to do all of that. To tell the entire story, there was no way to fit that into yeah, one hour. Yeah, it yeah. was. We just watched a movie. Yeah, we did. Yeah, it was. It's the same thing as a movie. Yes, pretty much. I, I'm still a little. Yeah, I don't know. We're gonna talk about it, um, Mr. Engineer Man. If you can bring up the uh, live chat, because I'm sure that we'll have some people that uh, want to talk about yes. the craziness as well. Uh, before we begin, of course, I am Lim Gonzalez, your host. Um, and you can find me always at the Poet Saint all day, every day. Of course, I'm not here by myself. We do have a fallen soldier in the name of uh, Jimmy V. Bear. If we can <laughs> pour out some <laughs> water for him. Right. Um, but of course, hold it down, my boy. Nino Lanera is in the house. What up, Nino? Yo, yo. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Nino. You can catch me at Nino Lanera on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. I know our engineer is going to try to pull up the live chat, but I'm also trying to do it. Our internet's not the best here, but I would like to talk to you. So if you can't, if we can't get on live chat, tweet me, please. Please, tweet us. Either one of us. Yes, Because yes. this episode, hello. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if you do tweet and also use a live chat, make sure you use hashtag ABTV catfish uh, so we can, you know, follow along and know where you're at. There so, you go. Um, live chat is up. Thank you, Mr. Engineer. There it is. There it is. Thank you, sir. Uh, so, we start off with uh, Miss Kayla. Find out she's 18. Right. Uh, pretty young. Um, Shepherdsville, Kentucky. Mm -hmm. She talks about having a child with her boyfriend, who I believe lives there as well, uh, I believe. Yep. Uh, looked like that was the case. And two years ago, uh, Courtney, lady by the name of Courtney, mm -hmm. contacted her saying her dad wants to be in her life. Right. So you're thinking like, oh, okay, some long lost you know person that is now wants to come back into the child's life. Okay, cool. I mean, that's mm -hmm. interesting. It's going to be an interesting show. And then uh, we find out later, it's like, oh, um, he actually passed away 14 years ago. Okay. Okay. I, I didn't see any previews to this episode. I know it was going to be crazy. And when they started saying that, I was like, okay, this is like, maybe it's a catfish for her, her dad, but it's really not her dad. Maybe right. somebody's trying to mess with her. But then the whole, he's passed away 14 years right. ago part. Um, I don't, yeah. yeah. I wish that, you saw my face. That was, that was all crazy. Like right. that was all crazy. I'm, my thing is I'm trying to figure out, first of all, I will say this is also, the first, you know, it was a 90-minute episode. So there was a lot of firsts. 90-minute mm -hmm. episode, I don't think we've had that before that I can recall right. in the past seasons. This also had nothing to do with a relationship. Exactly. Normally, the catfish is about somebody liking someone else or right. in love with someone else that they can't get a hold of, which is why they reach out to Neve and Max to, you know, reunite them and kind of get to the bottom of why exactly. they can't get together. Exactly. This had nothing to do with This could have been called 
something else. This could have called medium catfish. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it could have been catfish, this. a medium special. <laughs> Olivia O says they tested our intelligence with this episode. I think that's a that's a good uh, summation uh, right. because really you're thinking like okay. Logically, and I think this was uh, Max that said this. He's he's definitely the logical one mm. out of the two. He's like, I this is not logical. This doesn't make sense that she can, uh, this lady uh, Courtney can talk to someone who's dead and then relay these messages to her daughter. Uh, who hasn't seen in 14 years. Right. And then, I mean, somebody here said, uh, you know, this is all, this could all be all a hoax to be on TV mm-hmm. or for TV or whatnot. You know, that's always still in the back of my mind, but the way they portrayed this, the way they right. filmed it and the way it was just put all together. Right. It just made me believe it so much. You know what I mean? Yes. So either way, if it is fake or if it's not, uh, shout out to whoever put the story together right, or right. or how they pulled this off. Like, I don't know if you remember, like back in the day, Jerry Springer was on Spring Break on MTV and somebody like... You remember this? Yes, yeah, Somebody they, yeah, like yeah, they played on right messed, messed with them before you know Catfish mean? was even around. Exactly. Yeah. So like it could be a possibility, but still, I still give it an Emmy. <laughs> well, my thing is if they really, if they really did like this was a fabricated story and they played mm-hmm. everybody. You right. know, first of all, I mean they've done this before where they've actually played you know MTV and and even Max and it's been it's come to light. You know, mm-hmm. it's like oh, okay, you played us, right. we got you, type thing. Um, but if they did. First of all, yeah, shout out to them mm-hmm. for doing that because it's an elaborate scheme to do mm-hmm. something like that. Right. Um, but honestly, you know, I have my own, you know, you know, theories about the whole situation. Um, I do think that, you know, there are spirits that are out there. Um, I believe in Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that. So, so do I. <laughs> and I love Jesus. <laughs> but I, I mean, I believe I like you're that... you're trying to protect yourself right now from anything <laughs> that might be surrounded by you right now. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, I, I do know that there's a spirit world out there. Mm-hmm. Um, would I dabble in something like that? No. Not me personally. But do I think that things like this exist? Yes. So that being said, I'm going to say that this possibly could be happening. Um, and it seemed like for a long time, watching this episode, even even Max was like, I, I don't know. I don't know. But then there was so many things that kept relating it to be real. Okay. So for, uh, for, for purposes because of this show, yes. I've had like experiences oh gosh like that that have happened to me uh-huh. when, when i was younger and i moved into a new house mm-hmm. and uh when i was younger and i lived in another house and with that instance we found out that somebody killed themselves in in that house and really? uh, they never told us wow uh when we rented it out like they committed suicide where our tv was and that's where all the crazy stuff happened oh shut up and i i, I specifically remember this i was like six or seven like uh-huh. i was i remember it everything right and the toilet would flush by itself here and there. So I totally believe in spirits because mm-hmm. of the situations that I that I've been or things that I, I've seen. Right. Nowhere near a medium. Nothing comes through me, and I yeah. can't tell you that blah 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 says they <laughs> right. miss you and they love you. Right. You know what I mean? But I, I mean, I think that's why I feel I feel like I believe it more because right. I I don't know. I don't yeah. know the universe like Nev uh, like Neve said. You know what right. I mean? Like we don't really know. What's, we can't say yes or no. Right. Again, like but I, I believe yeah. in God. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know hey, I mean? Exactly. Yeah, no, no, exactly. And like I said, knowing that, and, and obviously, too, if you think about it, if you believe in God, you know, God is a spirit, so he's not tangibly here. So mm-hmm. if you believe in God, you have to believe in, you know, the other things. Right. So, like I said, not that I associate myself. Right. Uh, Far but, beyond <laughs> that association, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. But in this particular case, this was really an interesting story, how this all came about. Right. So, um... We find out that this lady, uh, Courtney, contacted her two years ago, and she's been channeling her dad's spirit um, for this time frame. 
Um, of course, the same things that we normally see. She won't mm. video chat with her, which is why you know she goes to your because she's like, is this real? Right. You know, obviously, and it's a touchy subject because she lived. We find out that she lived so many years. Um, you know, she's only eighteen, so she lived you know fourteen years without her mom and dad. Right, um, super sad. Right, exactly. And speaking of her mom and dad, even the situation, um, her dad had a mental breakdown and actually killed her mom. Right, uh, and then took his own life later in prison. Right, so that's like a crazy. Crazy, crazy thing. And what's crazy also is just this uh, the synonymity with it. That's I didn't say that right, but you know what I'm trying to say. Um, <laughs> on MTV's uh, Real World, there's a lady that's um, she's one of the characters on there, uh-huh. one of the cast members. The same thing happened to her. Her dad killed her mom oh, cool. and then killed himself. Correlation. Yeah, yeah, crazy, Hello. crazy. So and wait, and the mental illness runs in the family because their dad. Uh, um, his, I'm sorry, her dad right. abused her dad's dad. I'm sorry, right, right. abused. Um, yeah, when they were younger, exactly. Right? Because we see, you know, I we talk to get sister, that right? out. Exactly. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. That's why we're messing up our words. All right, so. Um, won't he do it? Right. Exactly. Won't he do it? Oh, he do, won't he do it? All right, so. Um, Courtney told her, um, and now this is what she's telling to, you know, trying to give her sake. And she told her that she was a medium. So she did admit mm. to being a medium. And then she mentioned things about her dad that no one else knew, which, of course, piqued her interest because she's right. telling all these things. And we actually see them read, you know, the first, you know, message that she sent her. Right. And she sent a lot of things that were very detailed that only people close to him would know, not right. a stranger. Um, and then we find out she lives in Jupiter, Florida. And, and you know, you would think, and this is my first thing right out the bat. Mm. Um, it's like, yo, what, what kind of money is she asking for? You know, what is she exactly. asking for? Exactly. What's the motive? Exactly. Because there has to be a motive or a con mm-hmm. when somebody is doing this. How many emails have you got? Like, you got $2 million in Africa. Right. You just need to, you know, message us so or whatever. I, I didn't get $2 million? Okay. Yeah. No. Sorry. It's not $2 million. All right. My bad. But anyway, um, <laughs> back to Catfish. So you would think that that's the motive. And so, and same thing with Neva Max. They were like, okay, it, you know, she asked for money. She's like, no. Uh-huh. It's actually the reverse. She actually sent me a gift card for my baby shower yeah, and, bucks. and stuff like that. So it's she's not asking for anything. So it just becomes more and more interesting as it develops. So um, we find out also that like more detail with, you know, the fact with her mother and father. Mm. And her mother was actually uh, pregnant uh, at the time she was right. killed. And um, we meet Kayla's aunt, Shannon, who talks about her brother, who is obviously Kayla's dad, having mental illness and that it was tough for her to grow up without the parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shannon is very skeptical, like anybody would be. She's like, right. I don't really believe this. You know, I think she's kind of playing with her and using her, being emotional, being young. You know, these type of things, you know, that are going on. So, um, and then she also asked Neve if she could, like, talk to her personally. So at this point, you know, I'm like, okay, well, what is this about? You mm-hmm. know, so I'm thinking she's going to, you know, probably say something like she kind of knows who Shannon is. She thinks she may know who right. Shannon is or something like that. But no, she's just saying she's concerned. She says that they kept a lot about the family from Kayla, um, you know, for her own good, you know. And uh, uh, Kayla, it's funny because she's telling, Shannon's telling that to Neve while uh, Kayla's talking to Max about her grandmother right. also keeping her sheltered, which I can understand. You're protecting your child. Of course, there could be a lot of dark secrets that that you think that you think a child would not understand right away. Right. But especially now, in, like uh, you know, in, in this day and age, anything can be googled, anything can be looked at. They could dig deeper. As she gets older, she's eighteen, and she's done mm-hmm. so. So she does know some of the things that um, her aunt thinks she doesn't know. You know right. what I mean? 
Well, which is totally fine, but it was really nice to see her aunt try to protect her from the situation. Right. Because it's pretty grave. Yeah. A lot of the stuff is pretty deep. Yeah, it's very, you know? very, very, yeah. very deep. Um, so then Max and Eve, of course, do their detective work, mm-hmm. get their Sherlock Holmes on, and, uh, you know, they search the internet to see, basically, first of all, the legitimacy of her, Shannon, and also if maybe she got this information online and maybe mm-hmm. she's trying to play her or whatever. So they find out things about Frankie and how, she di- how he died. Mm-hmm. So they do find that on the internet. In common knowledge, so they're like, okay, she could have got that from the right. internet. Okay, so let's dig der- deeper. So they also find pictures with items on a relative's Facebook. Right. And these are things that she mentioned. Shirt. The shirt, the, the hat. These are teams that he liked and mm-hmm. enjoyed. The bulls uh, and all of that stuff going on. So then they number search. Uh, they do the no- phone number search. Mm-hmm. And it actually comes up with the name of Courtney. Right. Um, and then they go on her Facebook and it looks mm-hmm. legitimate. You know, she has, you know, a sufficient number of friends. Mm. She has, you know, people that are commenting on her pictures and things like that. Mm. Um, They actually contact a guy named Eric for more information. And this is where you think like, okay, it's going to turn a corner. It's going to turn a corner. So they contact, but they don't say anything, right? So they then go back and, um, you know, they start giving the information to Kayla, what they found, all of this kind of stuff. And then they get a message from Eric who turns out to be Erica, Erica. Right. Which I'm like, oh, here it goes. This is the it's one. Starting, it's starting. Okay. And uh, who says, you know, he's Eric's wife, Erica, which is very weird, um, and writes back and says, you know, hey, how can I help you? Uh-huh. Uh, and then they, you know, says a call, and she calls, like, right away, it seems right. like. So she starts talking, and that she says she knows Courtney and confirms that she does speak with Frankie. So this is when I'm like, okay, this is getting really crazy because it was already started crazy this lady i mean how would you feel if a stranger um hit you on facebook or message you somehow and basically said that they're talking to your deceased father um and they've been talking to him for a number of years now and they want to let you know that they've been talking to him so i would go into investigation mode like 110 percent in like 0.2 seconds right like i would have asked the hard-hitting questions Already, you know what I mean. Out the gate, I would I would totally ask the hard the any something that no one knows, Mm. only I know or my family would know. I would ask right out the gate, right away. Why did it take so long for her to ask the deep dark secrets? Maybe she once again because of the situation and because of how sensitive she was to it. She didn't want the fairy tale, you know what I mean, to to possibly end. You know what I mean? Kind of just like a love story. You know what I mean? You really Mm. don't know who it is next. I mean. Uh, on the screen, you know, behind these words or whatnot. So maybe she was too scared to say, to ask those questions and then it all be a lie, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? A lot of the people in the chat here have a lot to say about it, saying that there could be so many different scenarios for the situation, yeah, too. Yeah, a lot of scenarios. You know what I mean? Like, the, like they were saying, maybe she was a pen pal a to pen him. pen pal while he was in you prison. You know what I mean? While he was in prison. The, you guys have a lot, a lot of good insight, you know, mm-hmm. like, of what could have happened. And, I mean, once again, we really just don't know. Right. It, this could all be fake. This could all be a hoax. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just the story alone is just pretty crazy to, you know, follow. It's, it's very crazy. Right. Like, it's very crazy. Like, from jump. So... Like I said, in talking to this lady, Erica, like, it makes another turn because yeah. now she's confirming and saying that, yes, speak with Frankie. And Frankie's actually even been in Erica's house right. um, and has done a bunch of things in Erica's house. Mm-hmm. So she's basically confirmed, yes, not only does Courtney talk to this gentleman, uh, Frankie, but he's actually been to my house and visited and done this and done mm. that. And I felt him touch me and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, yo. Not blowing the cheek and everything? Yo. Like, Hello. Yo, that's crazy. The air I'm feeling right now is the vent, right? <laughs> okay. Just checking. That is <laughs> definitely the vent. 
Just checking. Right. So, of course, Max, who always is the skeptical one, he, you know, of course, is getting skeptical because he's hearing this and he's just like, it's just, it's too easy. You know, like, there's no way that, you know, we reach out to Eric, but then it's Erica, the wife, and then it's like, oh, yeah, he's touched me. I mean, he's, you know, talked to me and da, 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 da. So I can get where Max is going. And I would probably be like, "Mm," giving a side eye, like a strong, strong side eye. So, um, Kayla starts breaking down because, you know, all of this is is crazy. You know, she was young, you know, four years old or somewhere around there when her, you know, her parents died. So you can imagine, you know, and she also kind of talks about, um, you know, how she was grown up without her parents. Right. And how tough that was. And I really felt bad for her. I did, too. Because, I mean, I can imagine, you know, I mean... Thank the Lord, my both my parents are alive, right. well. Uh, they've been with me my entire life. They're still together as a married couple. Mm-hmm. I mean, I appreciate them. Um, but to grow up without your family, without your parents, and you know, then see you know other kids with their parents right. and having a good time, and you know, yours are gone, and they you know are gone in a very uh, crazy way. I right. mean, that's. That's got to mess with you. And she was a part of that, too. She, right. With the chase. Yes. You know, w- with, with the chase being there, the, the gunshots to the car. She or saw her dad kill her mother. Exactly. She, she saw, saw everything. She was there, um, you know, pre and post right. the situation. Right. Which would be traumatic for her not to, you know, be uh, at all messed up at the right. moment. You know what I mean? It, it, I mean, I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know her, her psychological issues at the moment. But mm-hmm. still, like... She's still a pretty stand-up person at the moment, and she looks like she's put together, minus the emotional baggage. But I would probably not be like her. That's w- a lot to deal with. That's very at such lot. An it's, age. A, it's a lot to deal with. I, I I would think that because her just because her her auntie was there, mm. it sounds like her she has a good support system with her family. Right. You know, her grandmother has been there for her and kind of sheltered her. To, mm. You know, just caring for her, just wanting not her to know the heinous things right. um, that you know happen. Same thing with the aunt. You know, mm. and she said other members of the family. So sounds like she has a good family backing, right. which has helped. I don't know if she's gone to therapy or anything like that. Mm. That wasn't brought up, but. The fact that her family has been there for, I think that's helped her at least get to where she is now. Right. Um, you know, uh, and be somewhat stable. So, right. um, she, as you know, Neve calls Courtney. Um, so there's a next step, obviously. Yeah. And so she answers, and right away, she, you know, she's like, "Hey, you know, of course, like anyone that's called, they're taking off, you know, guard, you mm-hmm. know, what have you." And so she actually says she feels hurt that they don't think that her intentions are good. Right. And, you know, she knows about the show, but at the same time, it's like, I'm really here for her. Like, I've, I've not proven myself right. to do anything to the contrary. So, and of course, Neve and Max are simply doing what they do. Because right. in, normally, in these type of situations, somebody is lying. Exactly. And I thought when she started kind of getting testy about, mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of hurt that she would do this, mm-hmm. that she was just going to make that excuse to basically be mad and be like, you know what, I don't, I don't want to meet her because right. of the situation. Right. And you know what, I'm not going to talk to her anymore. It right. didn't go that way. And I'm just right. like, it's still going. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're going to meet. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And she, I mean, she was definitely reluctant. Right. Um, she still wasn't. And we find out later why. Um, but yeah, she was definitely reluctant, but she did decide that she was willing to do it. Mm-hmm. So they all go to Jupiter. (laughs) (laughs) They hop on right. (laughs) Go to Jupiter, Florida, and they set a meeting at the park. Um, I thought this was funny, and someone in the live chat actually 
um, <laughs> said it that the raccoon. Like, I love how they were playing with the raccoon. Right. That was hilarious. This raccoon is sitting up, standing right. on a, <laughs> two legs. That was Frankie. <laughs> and looking at, but I love how, like, MTV, the producer, how they just put all this together and the, the right. music. And it's just like, look at this raccoon. Right. Look at, look, and everything is like, you're so sensitive to all your surroundings. And it's like, look, he's just looking at us. He's standing up. How right. is this possible? You know, all this kind of stuff. I thought that was hilarious. Right. What, what, what did I tell you about the, when we were, because we, we watch it here in the studio with the subtitles on uh, because it helps us concentrate when there's a lot of people going, things going on or whatnot. And right. it kept on saying, what did it say? It kept on saying something disturbing music or something oh, like that. What, yeah, what was yeah, it? yeah, yeah, like disturbing or scary music yeah, or something. Disturbing like that. or scary or serious music all right. in subtitles because right, that right. was the whole episode was just disturbing. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was very. And, the, and they definitely played it up with the music. You they know, definitely did. It definitely did that. Uh, so um, Courtney shows up and as soon as she shows up, I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, yo. Because she comes up and, you know, and she's, you know, they mentioned too that, you know, she's very pretty. Right. Um, you know, she's an attractive woman. And so she she walks up and it's almost like one of those situations where you haven't seen anybody in a mm-hmm. long time. You're like, oh, my gosh. Right. How you doing? <laughs> oh. And it's, like- yo, it's like. First of all, it was super awkward oh because gosh, don't touch me. she because she <laughs> first I mean the first thing she says that we see like after you know meeting Neve right. um, is she's like oh my gosh you have your dad's eyes oh my gosh so to me I'm like if I'm gonna be meeting you um, for the first time and you I've been talking to you about my deceased father uh-huh. for two years and the first thing you say to me is that I have my dad's eyes I'm gonna be freaked out. I'm going to be freaked out. I don't care. And she was already like in the shell where she she almost looked like she was going to get into fetal position. Yeah, for, <laughs> real, for real. Because this whole thing is so crazy. Yeah. But yeah, for her to show up and then, you know, she's just there. She's like, oh my gosh, you have your dad's eyes. She goes to hug her. Uh-huh. And I didn't mind that she was hugging her because, you know, they definitely have made this connection. Right. But it was just like really, it was very awkward. And you right. could tell Kayla was just like... She had the, you know, the, the frozen look going on. Right. Um, and rightfully so, because, you know, I'm like, yo, just say hi and let's talk. But to say hi in my dad's eyes, it's creepy. Did we look close enough to see if the raccoon was behind right. uh, Courtney <laughs> at all? I didn't Shit. see the raccoon anymore. <laughs> Everybody. So, um, anyway, so she shows up. So, and, and I love how they panned to Neve and Max because they were just like freaked out. Right. Like, I mean, I think they were just like what we were watching. Like the audience members watching, they were seeing it live and they were just like, yo. And Max is the one who's always reserved. Right. And he always has a level head. Right. And doesn't jump to conclusions. So right. to see him kind of like flustered at that part or just that whole park situation. Yo. yo. <laughs> okay. That was bananas. That was bananas. So, um, she talks about, you know, explained, you mm-hmm. know, of course, like, how does she meet Frankie? Like, how is she the chosen one, right? right? And so um, she says, you know, he just came to him. She was something about she was writing on a computer, mm-hmm. and then she kind of felt something, and then, you know, he just basically started speaking to her. And so um, that's kind of how the whole... Well, no, he saw... He, what, I, what happened was... What I, happened? Felt, I felt something. Shut <laughs> up! You're joking with me. <laughs> I did feel like some steps, but it's okay. I, that might have been me. Oh, was that too? Okay. I mean, did I did I just I don't, did I move? You freaked me out a little bit. Hold on, I wait felt, a minute. I didn't feel something though. Engineer, did you see anything in the cameras or anybody in the chat? If you see anything, you write and you let us know. Right, right. Over um, that door. <laughs> but what was my train of thought? Was uh, that you were saying something. I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, no. The, the way she saw him first was uh, when she woke up one time, I think. Right. And from the corner of her eye. Right. Then he kind of just appeared. 
weird. And I hope he doesn't do that right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was definitely uh, awkward. Like the whole meeting place, the fact that right. he chose her, um, and so you know, she says after meeting him, uh-huh. um, she does go to look him up because of course he says these things and he mentions about his family. So she wants to go to the internet to corroborate the story to see like, is this crazy? Am I crazy? Right? Or did this really happen? Right? And so I think once she saw the things that she was able to find on the internet about him and it did make the connection and it did make sense then for her she was like oh okay now I believe that you know he is speaking to me and I need to reach out to her right and she and he she went to a couple of doctors to to see if she was schizophrenic or mm-hmm. she had multiple personality disorder right. or whatnot so she kind of did her due diligence to Figure the situation out as well, too. Which, to me, I, I think that's interesting because only because she did say uh, at the beginning that she, you know, or at least uh, Kayla told us mm-hmm. that she admitted to being a medium. So right. if she's a medium, why would you be going, you know what I'm saying, to uh, to doctors if that's what you feel like you are? Right. I think I think we should probably freak her out because she said she's never felt this before. This is the first time. Like in that way? In that way. Where okay. like this was like the first instance and right. why her and why is it happening to her? And maybe situation. this was the first time that this, something like this has happened. Right. Now she's saying I am a medium or what right. have you before she Which is funny because somebody said in the chat earlier um, that uh, she created a public figure Facebook page. Oh, really? Courtney. Which, like, you know, when you see that, that kind of makes me wonder, was this a publicity situation? Oh. That's what everyone's been saying in the chat. And I totally get, I totally get all of your, um, your, you know, your, your hoax concerns and all the other stuff, too. Like I said, uh-huh. we don't know. We're just reporting on what we right. saw. <laughs> well, of course, of course. And, I mean, you know, on all intents and purposes, you know, they reached out to her. Right. It wasn't like she reached out to them or what have you. Mm-hmm. You know, she was very, I mean... To say like it's a publicity publicity stunt, right. I don't necessarily agree with that. Only because I can see you can people have been on reality shows, people have done things, mm-hmm. um, and then they make something out of it after the fact. Right? Um, they capitalize on it, right. and so I could see her doing that just for the sake of oh, now I've been on TV, mm-hmm. people are going to see that this is actually legitimate. You know, right. watching the episode, let me see if I can help other people. You right. know, and then create that and turn it into a business or what have you the case. Right. So I don't really believe like it was like a coax to to further her career as a Uh medium or what have you. I don't agree with that. Uh, A lot of strange things, but I don't (laughs) agree with that particular one. Um, So anyway, she um, mentions about not wanting to meet up because... Because uh, they asked her that, I was like, "Why? Why were you, you know, yeah. hesitant? Why did you not?" And she said, "You know, the scrutiny she would face, which is correct. Right? She would definitely get it from probably her people. Right? Uh, Questions, left yeah, and exactly, right. exactly. You know what I mean? She's married. Uh, she has a family, of course. You know, on Kayla's end, mm-hmm. uh, her people. So that's why she kind of wanted to 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 be anonymous still right. and kind of just, you know, relay this information and maybe help her with something. Mm-hmm. Um, Kayla also skeptical because Neve and Max, they actually." you know, kind of do a pow on their own and they say they believe her. Right. They say they feel like, I mean, they've done this for years now. Right. They know when people are lying. They dis- they don't feel like she's lying. And so they feel like it checks out. Of course, Kayla is skeptical, um, as she should, because it's just so much. Which it's is good, so I much. thought, that she got even more skeptical when she met her. Right. Because she was pretty wide-eyed and, right. you know, believed everything she said. When, exactly. When she didn't see her first. Right. But then she wanted to hit it with the truth. Right. You know, which I wish she asked these truths, like... Way earlier. You well, know I, mean? I think it's. I mean, I think it's also a situation where 
people are going crazy on the Taz boy. I know. This is one of those episodes. We love y'all. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, no, I think it's one of those things where, um, you know, and until it's in your face is when it becomes real. Right. You know, and so I think all this time she was like thinking maybe, maybe, maybe. And now she's hearing it. She's seeing this person live, mm. you know, all this kind of stuff. She does decide to talk to Courtney um, together. Um, and I think that was good because she kind of got, she's like, I really want to know, like, can you tell me, you know, something right. that would know? And that's when we... Um, you know, we find out some interesting things that, you know, she didn't know and a lot of people wouldn't have known. Um, and she said one of the things was that Frankie had animosity towards Kayla's mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also that Kayla's mom was a stripper. Right. Which, again, wasn't, you know, public knowledge, wasn't no. online. Um, so these are things she knows. And then also that she was abused or that Frankie, excuse me, was abused and locked in a basement, you know, when they right. were kids. So and this was alongside her aunt, which is Frankie's sister mm-hmm. that's with her, um, Shannon. So they end up going the next day. They head over to Courtney's house and they bring Shannon with her because Shannon did come. Mm-hmm. She stayed back the first time, which I thought was good. And now, so now she's with her. So they actually go to her house um, again. It's just they're driving to the house and you hear the music again. And the it disturbing just makes, music, <laughs> disturbing music again driving to the house but it does like the way they made it seem like it because it is florida so right. but it makes it seem like we're going to the everglades like swamp or something like some of the right like this like, was, was like, like what was the blair witch project yeah you know I mean? yeah that's what it made it look yeah. like i'm like oh gosh so then like she's some witch doctor or something and she lives in this hut you know and and does that, that's what I it know, they were she looked like she almost didn't have neighbors in that right in that, in that uh florida exactly you know exactly. suburb or right whatnot. right but it didn't i mean they got to the house it's a regular looking house huh. Uh, so <clears throat> they get to the house and then um, they're talking and, you know, she explains also why she was cautious mm-hmm. that particular day because, you know, she wasn't. One of the things they didn't mention is that, um, and I think it was Kayla that said she was emotionless. She didn't really have a lot of emotion right, talking. exactly. So, which was part of her particular skepticism. Uh, what do you feel? Do you feel that way? Uh, yeah, I didn't realize that until she had, she had said that. She mm-hmm. was pretty just... I, I'm excited to see you type situation. I, right. She had some emotion, uh, but when she was, it was speaking, like one note. It was exactly, just one note. Exactly. It was, right. it was pretty flat. There you go. Right. It was pretty flat. So I, I didn't really think about it until she had mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but once again, it was funny that she had mentioned right mm-hmm. when they got there, they sat right. down, that she felt reserved because right. of the situation and she kind of wanted to approach it a little bit more exactly. on the, you know, like on the slow end. Right. Yeah. Right. So um, they go inside the house, they're talking. And um, basically, Neve and Max excuse themselves, mm-hmm. and so they can leave it up to Shannon and Kayla um, and uh, Miss Courtney. Mm-hmm. And so they're sitting there, and so she's talking, and this is where it, <laughs> it's 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 really <laughs> catfish paranormal activity. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, this is where it takes another turn. Right. You know, so they're sitting there talking, and Courtney's being very frank and very you know, no pun intended, but being you know ah. open. <laughs> Being very open, um, and basically she, you know, says these things, you know, kind of reiterates what she was saying before, and says that uh, um, that Shannon, because uh, Shannon's talking, she says before right. Neve and Max leave, but Shannon is saying um, that uh, that Neve and, uh, she, excuse me, she's saying that uh, she still feels anger towards Frankie, right. because one of the things that um, she was saying, Courtney was saying, uh, was that, you know, there's some some tension there, and there's something there, and again, these are things that 
are not you don't want to hear, but they wanted to hear it because they wanted to to check the legitimacy of what she's saying. Right. And these again are things that no one else is going to know. So when she does admit, you know, and Frankie actually started talking at that point, uh, and I think that's what being Max like we out. Uh, right. We don't go you outside. Know, we're gonna go over here. We're gonna go outside. Watch ourselves with the Holy Spirit. Let y'all go ahead and talk. We'll and come back with some sage. Exactly. <laughs> you see, I love how Neve came back. Remember how he came back? Hello. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but he like cracked the door below. Like he really was. I think he was shook. Super gone. He was a little yeah. shook. Anyway, so they start talking these things, and she says, um, um, she admits, you know, having this anger, and that one of the other things, which is crazy, uh-huh. that no one knew, was that Frankie slept with one of his foster moms. Right. Yo, son. Frankie got it in with his foster mom. <laughs> with his foster mom. mom. I mean, this dude was, man. Yeah. So, and again, this is something that oh. no one, like hardly anyone knew. And Shannon was basically saying like, yeah, she says he it, it did happen. Right. It did happen. No one really knew anything about it. Um, so for him, for her to get this information, it has to be coming directly from Frankie. Right. Um, and so at that point, then Frankie... I guess enters the house and they're asking like, "Is he here?" And Ooh. she's like, "He's here." And then all of the way, what did you what did you think about when Shannon uh, uh, starts feeling the goosebumps? When Shannon starts feeling, yeah. start feeling the goosebumps, I was like, "Something's gonna happen. Something's gonna pop out." <laughs> and you know what? I was still like in my head, and people said this in the chat too, and you said this right. before too. Imagine Frankie's just alive for some sort of reason. He's oh alive, yeah, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like, like he just popped up around the corner, like, mm-hmm. well, you know. Hi. <laughs> I've been on the run. And, uh, yeah. Right. Like, I don't know. I mean, if that would have happened, it would have just been crazy. Like, right. I mean, I mean, this to me is actually more, makes more sense than something like that happening. You <laughs> right. know, him, like, being on the run and then he decides to, to turn himself in on Catfish. Right. You exactly. know, like, after being on the lam for 14 years. <laughs> um, but the one thing is, it's just um, that we see this, you know, we're watching this mm-hmm. happen. And this is, you know, again, if this is happening, <laughs> if this is happening as it's being told to us or shown to us that there's some paranormal activity going on. Like I said, right. she's get the goosebumps. Right. And then, you know, we see um, Shannon or excuse me, Courtney start, you know, saying these things that he's saying. And one of the things he says is that he misses his daughter. Right. Um, and he also mentions about Shannon. Uh, he thought that he wouldn't like Shannon being there, but. Of course, he's happy that she's there. Yeah. So it was almost like... the bossy bitch is there. Right. When when he said that, she was just like, that's him. That's That's crazy, too. Like, oh, yeah, he he would say that. Right. He would say that. So it was just... (laughs) I'm trying to... (laughs) It's just so crazy. Like, this is going on, and everybody's just like, yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess it was almost like the way... And I don't... And I don't want to know, like, how they were thinking during this time. Because, again... If it's me, and supposedly a spirit is there, and it's talking uh-huh. through this lady, I'm going to be like, yo, son. Like, I'm still going to be, like, looking around. Like, they weren't nervous at all, no, I guess. No, I think it's different because it's somebody that they know. Um, it's somebody, well, in a, in a Kayla situation, somebody she, she really loves. Uh-huh. So I think, I, like, to me, if I were to see my, my, my grandfather again, he's, like, one of my heroes. Right. If I were to see him again, I don't think I would be scared. Now, if I were to see something else, something that I don't know. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I would be terrified. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, I think it, it would, it, it's different. 
if you would see somebody, I think that you, that you've missed and that you loved. I think that's why they were so calm about the situation. But if it was a stranger, or just somebody who just some tall, dark man with right. horns, bye. <laughs> well, and, 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 and technically, they didn't see anybody. You know, uh, the presence was being felt. You know, and and all this is being orchestrated. Uh, you know, through Shannon. Uh-huh. So, uh, or not Shannon. I'm sorry. I keep getting Shannon uh, through Courtney. Um, all right. this is being orchestrated through Courtney, and she's the one that's saying he's here, and she's reiterating, uh-huh. you know, he's talking through her in essence. Yeah. So, and then, but the things that he's saying, again, they feel comfortable, and I think, you know, you're right, is that not only is this somebody that they know and they're familiar with, mm-hmm. but it's also some, the things that are being said are things that he would say and do. Right. So, I think that, and when you, and, and to be honest, if you miss somebody and you look at Kayla's situation, she's 18 years old. Mm-hmm. She already, you know, talked about, you know, having a rough life childhood uh, because her parents weren't there. You yeah. know, her mother dies violently. Her dad dies violently. Um, I mean, these are all things that you're 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 holding in, you're right. suppressing. And at some point in time, you want some kind of closure and release from it. And when all these things happen, again, she was four. Exactly. You know? So she was very very young, and to try to process something like this. So I think it's it's kind of for them, I think it's it's more of a, a comfort, mm. you know, that he's doing this. And, like, to the tune where even Shannon was like, yo, can we come back? Um, right, with family. Can, yeah, can we, like, like, you know, really, just so they can, I guess, feel his presence. Right. Um, so oh, another thing I, I want to bring up, um, and this is the one, the one thing that I really am like, a eh, little bit of side eye, is that supposedly he visited uh, the... Uh, foster mom yes. who he slept with. So if he visited the foster mom who he slept with, because the foster mom actually reached out to Kayla. Yeah. And so and said these things. And yeah. she's like, and I'm like, oh my gosh, she just said that, you know, he reached out. So my thing is if he can reach out to the foster mom, uh-huh. why isn't he just reaching out to Kayla by himself? Right. Why is he using uh uh Courtney? That's true. And that's to me is the biggest question. Well, I have about that. They were saying because he felt so okay. Yeah, Joshua Taylor. <laughs> they yeah. were saying um, that when you get mad at somebody mm-hmm. or you're frustrated with somebody, you, you attach to them. So you attach to um, this. What the theory was? They, they attach to things that were bad for them, and that was mm-hmm. bad for him, and that's the reason and why. So that's he was, why he attached. Exactly. Well, I mean, I don't. We don't know the rules. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. what rules are there? We, we don't know anything about I that. Mean, but yeah. that's that was a theory that because he had bad situations with. Um, with uh, with them, right? Um, that that's why he was with, able to with, do that. I'm sorry, the, the foster mom. That's why he right. was able to haunt her. I hate saying that word. Yeah, haunt her. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I that's the one aspect where I was just like, wait, if he could go visit the foster mom, and you know, and I and I'm not saying he didn't, right. but I'm just saying like, why can't he just go visit his daughter, or why can't mm. he go visit, you know, the family or what have you? But you know, again, this is all. Something that I don't deal with. Right. It's not my expertise. So I would not I'm like to le- deal with it. I'm going to leave that like it is. Right. Um, the bottom line is it seemed like, you know, we in, in the show, it seemed like Kayla was happy about mm-hmm. it and she felt good about the situation. The aunt felt good about the situation yeah. as well. And it seemed like, you know, Miss uh, Miss Courtney right. was like, hey, you know, we're a new family. Like right. she felt connected and was like, yeah, you can come anytime mm. and, you know, whatever you want, it's all good. So if everybody's happy, Happy, then all good. Right. You know, my thing is, especially, you know, I feel for people that go through tragedy in their life, especially when they're young. Uh-huh. So um, if this is going to better her, then 
Awesome. Go for it. Do it. Right. Handle it. Right. Um, yeah, not for me. But uh, yeah. there it goes. <laughs> not so, for me um, either. Interesting episode. Um, I'm, I don't know where they can go from this for <laughs> the next episode. I'm just like, yo, where do you go from this? Like, this right. is like, and it's so far out of the norm and scope of the way the show is done. But I, we've said it, you know, I've said it every pretty much every single episode that they're challenging themselves, uh, you know, the, the catfish team as far as putting out, you know, new things and things that we've never seen as far as the show is concerned. Right. They're trying to make this live even right. more. You know what I mean? Right. They've heard the concerns about it's getting old, it's getting old, it's getting right. old. Right. So, you know, when things come out like this, you right. know. It's still not dead. There's yeah. still things <laughs> still not dead. <laughs> Unintended. Um, there, there's still things that can come out of catfish. Right. You know what I mean? And just see how people receive it or whatnot. Absolutely. I know. I received this episode really, really well. Right. I thought it was, um, whether, like I said, whether it's a hoax, whether it, mm-hmm. it's all TV magic, still the the way it made me feel and the right. way it kind of processed through me, like, was, it was a great episode. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like watching a movie. 90-minute exactly. movie. Like watching a 90-minute movie. Yeah. Exactly. There it is. Even Max. Good job. (laughs) Well, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Um, That has been our show uh, for today. Uh, We will be here next week. Uh, Mr. Be Your Own Dad, Jimmy V. Bear Mm -hmm. himself will be back with us. Um, And so we'll be glad to have him back. I've been your host, Lim Gonzalez. You can find me always at The Poet Saint all day, every day. Where can they find you, sir? Like always, guys, it's your boy Nino. You can catch me at Nino Lanera on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, all that good stuff. Shout out to everyone in the chat. I was trying to catch up with y'all. Y'all were rolling in the yeah, chat. getting it cracking. Yeah, thank you so much to everyone in there and leaving the comments and retweeting and all the other stuff. We'll see you next week. Crazy episode. Yeah, crazy episode. <laughs> uh, next week might be crazier. We don't know. But yeah. make sure I also want to let you know that subscribe to us on YouTube. And make sure that you give us five stars because the rest don't count. And that's how we like to roll. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 